Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk shit. Recorded live.
morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Shit to go say Yonder to go say, she 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 go Haram branded go say she go say yes 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 Father God yonder go saka we praise your name there ya rambo branded go say ke shirakandraka we seek you Father God yes it go say she 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 go say yes 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 handed go saka handed go say ke yonder go saka yonder go say ke shandir go saka shandir go say ke shandir go saka let the word of God come forth, run to the Gosset, permeate the atmosphere, Father, Yara Gosaka. Let the anointing increase. Hmm. Hmm. Speak to us, Father. Let the anointing increase, Lord. Hmm. As the Spirit of God comes forth. As the life of God comes forth, Father. Come, Yerokobokasi Yakandi Kosi. Yoko Rambo, Yerokombrashi Kandukobokosaka. Yes, Father God, we Yerokombosi Kehe. We praise you, Daddy God. We seek you, Father. We seek your presence, Father God. Come forth, Holy Spirit. Move. Come forth, Holy Spirit. Young God and Okumbosike. Move, Randy to Cassandra Saka. As the word of God comes forth, Lord, come into our hearts, come into our situation and our circumstances. As the word of God goes forth, Lord, let the necessary changes begin to occur mm. so we can become more and more like you, Father God. 
As the word of God goes forth, Lord, yada do kombosete dejokombraka. Help us to understand that it's only by your grace and your mercy, Father God. Nothing else but your grace and your mercy, Daddy God. Mm. Your favor, your love. Oh, Father God, help us to see that. Mm, 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 mm. Help us to understand, Lord, it's only because of you. It's only because of you, Father. Nothing that we could have done but your grace, your unmerited favor, nothing we earned. Nothing we could have done but your grace. Mm. And your mercy, Father. But we deserved to be mm, mm, punished. But your love, Father, your love for us. No, I love them. No, I'm going to look over that fault. I'm going to still love on them. I'm going to still help them to come up. I, I know they deserve to be punished. I know they did wrong. I know they sinned, but my love for them covers that. Oh, For in your word, you say love covers a multitude of sins, Father. Your grace and your mercy, Father. A righteous God covering such an unrighteous people. Mm-hmm. Even on our best day, Lord, we missed it somehow. Even on our best day, Lord, we slipped, we messed up, we missed it somehow, Father God. So, Daddy God, bless us, love us, forgive us, cover us, keep us. Help us to become the men and women of God that you called us to be. Not to stop short of anything, but for fulfilling our destiny, Lord. We need to find it and fulfill it. Oh, Jesus Christ. We need to find out what our destiny is and then seek you to fulfill it, Lord. We need to seek you to find out what it is. We need to find it and fulfill it, Lord. Help us to understand, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. Just come forth right now, Lord. Move in our lives. Move in our hearts. Just come forth, Daddy God. And let us rise up to be used by you. And we praise your name. In Jesus' name I say, Amen. Amen. And Amen. 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 Okay, anybody want to get a prayer? Sound like you still sleep? Yeah. 
Girls, can't nobody understand what you're saying. I said my dreams. You feel like who? My dreams. Dreams. No, like Dre's. Dreams. Child dreams. D-R-E-A-M-S. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how they are. G-R-A-L-S. G-R-E-A-M-S. Dreams. No good. You can't hear me? You said G-R-E-A-L-S. D, 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 like dog. A D like dog. R like Rob. E. E as an elephant. A. A as an apple. M. Oh, oh, dreams. Yeah. So that you've been having dreams. Oh, okay. If you know how they are, I had, I had, I had. Um, you were showing me some things in my dreams. My dreams, like we always say. And um, in the dream, I ate. He had me eating um, some kind of mineral. Mm. He something I was eating. And I woke up sick. In the dream, I was throwing it up. And I was I'm sick. I feel like I want to throw up for real. Mm. So in a dream, you ate some kind of mineral, you're going to throw it up, man. You woke up like it's about to throw up for real. Yeah, whatever happens in my dream, I feel it in real life. Okay. And I mean, chewing, grinding, um, like it, it's gray. It's gray, like gray or marble or something like that. I was chewing it. And he's like, I see it, I got it. And I'm, I'm throwing it up, like throwing up this great mineral, this great rock or whatever. I woke up. Like, I'm about to vomit in my mouth. And I feel feel sick right now. I figured it is. It is sick, actually. I'm like, okay. Okay. Do you want to pray, woman? Or you want to vomit in your mouth? I'm good.
Mama said it's gonna be days like this. It's gonna be days like this. Mama said. Uh-huh. Just didn't tell me these days was gonna turn into weeks, a month, to years. She kind of left that part out. Oh. Uh-huh. Like a knife himself. That's what mama always got on my nerves. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do a lot of things. Uh, uh. What you earn about? Pray for Morgan Farley. Hundred to go to go session 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 to go Alicia Wafter, Hudgy, go to the Gandhi.
Kevin Holton found me. Hush, go say, she 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 go say,
my tennis. Go shoot it, 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 Trina, hush it, go station, 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 go Watching it. Push it to go stay, Rose Johnson, hush she to go say 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 she to Reginald Foster, Donald Luster, Dale Lacarunda, Hundred Gun to the 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 my parents, hush it to go say she 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 to go say President Obama, Mastermind group, hush it to go say she 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 to
Okay. Uh-huh. About Obama group, Thomas and Church. Daniel Watson and the Watson family. There's a Rakumba, Ernest Castle. Hush to go fish, 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 to Chris, push it to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, to go fish, push it to go fish, 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 to go Attorney Elijah, Chris, Hodges Jr. Ah, Daniel Watson. Okay, so let me get this other side. Good Lord. Thomas Lawrence, hush it to go fish, 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 it to go saga. Hush it to go fish, it to go saga, sakara. Wally Horton, hundred to go to the gun, 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 to the Dante, New Legacy Academy, RC, hush it to go fish, 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 it to go Stillman College, hush it to go fish, 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 it to go f
Marguerite Law and family, hundred again to the gun to the gun to the gun to the gun to the go city to go city to go city to go city to go sugar, suck it up. Vanessa, who should go city to 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 go suck? Harandaka, suck it up. Michelle Crockett, who should go city to 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 go sugar, suck it up. Markel, who should go city to 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 go city Erica's Church, hundred again to the gun to the gun to the gun to the gun to go shit shit to go set a gun, suck it up. Busty and family, who should go sit, should go sit, should go sit, should go sit, should go set a gun, suck it up. Mark Eaton Charles, Mark Eaton Charles Jr., who should go sit, should go sit, should go sit, should go sit, should go 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 Pastor Mark, hundred again to the gun 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 to go somewhere, Sakura. And myself, who should go say she to go say she 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 go Saragaraka, who should go Saraga, Sakura. And everybody else on the back of the list, who did go to the gun 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 Okay, mother growing list, the bell worshippers. Woka deka ha 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 nidarum woosika kombutya. The Illuminati. Yakariende de Gosa. Hurumbushi de Gede. Harandeke. Shandiraka. Sakara. And the Satanic After School Program. Hundred de Kombote de Kandrasi. Sakara. Alrighty then. That's my three. Anybody got anything you want to do? Got them plenty of this to do. Come on up. Step up. Going in, the water's fine. Don't be scarred. I ain't gonna bite. Just nibble a little bit. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Fall into the gap. Going once, nobody gonna do this. Going twice, nobody wanna do this. Going three times, nobody wanna do this. Okie dokie, Smokey. Oh, so they play tonight then, Daddy. I must, I don't know. I keep saying one thing. They keep saying another thing. I got to call Jackie and see if they're striking or not. Right here. This is for the loss mitigation stuff. 
responsibility for Yale. Monday's late night game, so maybe they did. Switch. I don't know. What's the Tuesday? Anyway, I'm trying to play. Uh... Okay. Anyway, the Eastern Hospital. Should should go say 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 Abuse and addiction. Congregations and churches. Congregation church prisons and missionaries should go say 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 should go
Harabaka Sakura. I think that's all on that list. Okay. So let's do discernment. Hush it'll go say she to 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 go say she go say she go saga sakara. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Hand it again to the gun 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 to the Walking around with a supernatural hush it'll go say she to 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 Realm of supernatural financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. So she'll go say 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 Health, healing, and restoration. She should go say, she 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 go Praying for you. Who should go say? 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 Should go Oh, we got walking around the supernatural, seeds and hot now. Praying for our youth, renewing our youth, renewing our mind, health, healing, restoration, breakthroughs and turnarounds, ability to endure to the end. Should go say, 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 should go Okay. Um, then I think of ability to do it to the end, breakthroughs and turnarounds. Okay. Anybody got anything? If not, I'm going to send a text, I'm going to do the reading, I'm going to hang up the phone. What's going on, Doctor? Oh, what'd you say? Doing all right. Oh, hey, what's up, Rod? I'm good. How you making it this morning, man? Mine good. That's good. That's good. How was your weekend? Mine was good, man. Oh, that's good. Remember the girl? Enthusiasm. <laughs> huh? I said you said that with enthusiasm. 
Yeah, I ain't spending time with my little girls. Oh, okay, how many kids you got? Three. Oh, okay. All girls? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. What ages are they? Oh, five, so you. Oh, okay. You got well. You got you got one who getting ready to smell herself, but she ain't started already. <laughs> oh man, but you got your hands full. Yeah, but you know, I'm learning, man. If you know, I'm trying to keep an open relationship with her and talk about mm. this stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. And so this is my this is my prayer. You know, most of them gonna do what they do, but you know, pray with them and. Mm-hmm. And talk with them. It's the most important thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel blessed with mine. She's turning out so far so good. But you know, like you said, just try. You want you be a, be a father, and I know I, with mine. Well, see, I kind of get brutally honest. I just set her down and said, "Hey, <laughs> I talk to her like a man talk." You know what I'm saying? This is what you're gonna expect. You know. And, um, but so far, see, she seems to have a, a good head so far and a, and a good foundation. So I just, I really feel thankful and blessed, man, to be honest with you. Yeah, but man. I know the biggest thing, though, is you, I don't know if you're there yet, but, you know, viewing her as a, as a daughter, or looking at her as a woman and looking at her as your, as your daughter is two different things. Like I said, when mine started to develop, man, she literally went from a little, um, little, little, uh, what's the hard head ruffian used to play with me to now she's this little Miss Diva and she got these big, she got, she built like a brick house. That's all I can say. <laughs> so I just shake my head when I look at her, I just like, uh, <laughs> so. I don't know if you're there yet, but yeah, baby, it's coming. <laughs> I can't do nothing but shake my head and go, okay, all right, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, man. But it'll be all right. You guys got to just take it with it, how it is, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, you know, remember when I was a teenager, so. Right, and, and you know that's why I'd be like, huh. you know. So that's why that's why, like I said, I just sat down and talked to her. I mean, you know, like you said, I look, I know what all the stuff that I did. That's another reason I shake my head. <laughs> you know, I, I but I didn't want nothing to sugarcoat it. You know, and like a, a friend of mine, I heard him say that his um uh, his friend took his daughters out. And he used to basically, like, take them out to dates and this and that. Now, he said because he wanted them to be in a position that whenever they felt like they did whatever, that because they wanted to do it, not because they felt pressured, you know, or, or, or tricked, you know. And, and you know, uh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. It's crazy, man. What? Like, cause now, man, I ain't no telling what. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, you, you, you knew what you pretty much knew what you were gonna get. But now, boy, so many tricks and scams and stuff, you just don't know. And wait a minute. And nowadays, you ain't gotta be just watch out for the boys. You gotta watch out for the girls. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're right. 
There's just so much that's going on, man, and it's everywhere. Like you said, back in the day it was there, but now it's, it's just everywhere, and it's and it's, they don't care. They don't care, you know, especially where they talk to each other. It's like, ooh. I, I, I told us that I had one boy come over here with his pants half down. And I like, and look, I, I, it was funny because I pulled up in the driveway and I looked at him and I was like in a real bad mood. I said, no, nah, let me not say nothing. So next time I saw him, I gave him a belt. <laughs> like, huh? And you know, I had a brief conversation. He pulled him up and I, I, I told him, don't you bring nobody around here like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I know that's right, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thanking God. You know, we got to thank God for for everything. Yeah. Because uh, my wife, she showed on like me the way my schedule is now. Mm, okay. As we got getting off at 2 in the morning, then one week I'm getting off at 3 in the morning, then one week I'm off at you know, four four in the morning. All that fluctuation. Yeah, well, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah. You get your body. It's crazy though. Oh yeah. Look, like again, you hear me juicing and all that. I do that for reasons. <laughs> What's that? I said, you hear me juicing and vitamin and all the stuff I be doing. I say I be doing that stuff for reasons. It ain't just because I want to. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all still having the shoulders? I mean, uh, rest of it? Cause I'm, I'm I just called in. Oh yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just actually Go ahead and cut a song, man. All right, now nah, I was just they were, I was practicing on my song this morning. You know that song, F and F and Amigo. Mm, I probably know it when you sing it. You know the song. You are Alpha. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we worship you, my Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Let me see. We give you all the glory. We worship you, my Lord. You are worth to be praised. Yeah, I'm trying to, I've got to work, get back working on my voice, man. <laughs> my, uh, man, my wife, she, I just play keyboard, really. I used to sing what I had. I had really quit, though. Okay. But I got to get, I got to get back into it. Yep, man. God, man, he gone. 
You know, oh, man, did I tell you about that time that I freaked? And, like, oh, about three or four weeks ago, did I tell you about that lady? She had brought a baby up there and said a baby needed breathing treatment six times a day. Mm-mm. And so, man, we prayed. We got to praying for that baby, man. And the next time I seen her, she said the baby just have to take one breathing treatment now. He was right. today. Huh? I said, praise God. I said, man, that was so powerful to me. Hmm. Told you God using you, man. Step on up, step on out. Yeah. And I think, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I was listening to you about the business, and you know, mm-hmm. I, I listened to the business calls uh, Sunday, and mm-hmm. you know, you you can't figure it out, but uh, you know, when you're walking by faith, you don't really know until you get there. Okay, <laughs> can, can you say that again, sir? <laughs> when you walk by faith, what? <laughs> you don't know until you get there. Oh, Lord Jesus, man, please. <laughs> mm. 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 So when, 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 when that's like the saying, saying expected, unexpected. Mm-hmm. This is not just bad. This also good. Mm-hmm. Because some, what I'm learning is, man, is that sometimes you look so much, you've been drilled to. When you look at the news, is negative. When you look at everything, is negative on the job, the stock market. When you look at relationships, you look at the negative part. When we go to church, we look at what people do negative to us and how people lie on us and talk about us and how they cheat and misuse us. And that's all we, that's all I look at the, the, the average preacher is preaching us, how folks did them. But but we barely talk about what God can do. Oh, man. They might even want to see. Mm. But, man, it's, it's time for us to wake up, man. All right, now. Smell the coffee and get to work. <laughs> because, because, man, I'm telling you, man, it's, it's people, man, I'm telling you, the devil, man, is beautiful for real. Oh, yeah. Man. Women be scaring me, dog. Women, they, man, they don't care. They come at you now. Mm. 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 This girl, God, my witness, last night, asked me how to the movies. You said last night what? She girl asked me how to the movies. She asked you to what? Out to the movies. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're supposed to have to the movie. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, you know. You know hey, you know, she wanted to go. She wanted to know where you want to go with her. <laughs> the devil is alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Let me tell you, Lord knows they're trying to lead you down the wrong road. Well. Why don't they, man? You know, we just, we just going to the movie. You're going to get something to eat, and that's it. Mm. I said, the devil is a lie. You ain't going to wake me. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to play whenever you got if you're going to play for me. You said what? I said I'm going to pray if you're going to pray for me today. You're praying now, you want to wait till after the reading? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing it all wrong that long. I was not since yesterday. <laughs> but it, you know, it went over. I was not hear you. God, God I <laughs> well, I'll I, I pray for you. Let me finish this and I'll just text and then I'll pray for you in case you fall asleep. Okay. Oh, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yada the Gombosi did it a Gombrande to go say she to go say she to go say she to go San Raka. Thank you, Father God. Yada the Gombosi to Gandrande to go say she to go San Raka. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yada the Gombosa. Candida the Gombrande to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she to go San Raka. Yes, Father God. Yada the Gombosi. Shada the Gombraka. Shada the Gosay. Shada the Gosay. Shada the Gosay. Shada the Gosay. Yada the Gosandra. Shada the Gosay. Shada the Gosay. Shada the Gosay. Shada the Gosan Raka. Yes, 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 Father God. Yere de Kumboti de Kandraka, Sirikose. Thank you, Father God. Yere de Kumbose, Sirikumbranda de Kose. Yes, 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 Father God. Yere de Kumbrashi de Kasandaka. Hundred of Gondigandi, 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 Gondigashi, Gosashi, 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 Gosandaka. Harandishi de Gosashi, de Gosashi, de Gosashi, de Gosashi, de Gosandraka, Sirikose, Ganda. And then the Gosay, she the Gosay, she the Gosan Raka, she the Gosay, she the Gosay, and Raka, she the Gosay, she the Gosay, she the Gosay, she the Gosan Raka. Yes, Father God, yet it'll compose the Gahrander Gosay, she the 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 Gosanaka. She the Gosay, 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 she the Gosanaka. Yes, Holy Spirit, yet it'll combust it. We seek you, Father God, yet it'll go We seek you, Holy Spirit, yet it'll go and run it. Go say, she'll go say, she'll go say, she'll go say, she'll go let the word of God come forth. Bless this man of God, yet it'll increase in his life. Should it go run Give him the revelation that he needs. Should it the desire to press on? Should it strengthen his walk? Gird him up for the, and keep him where he needs to be kept at, Father. Rush you to go say, she to go say, 
permeate the atmosphere with with your word, Father, as you reveal, as you teach, as you edify, you strengthen, you direct, and you guide him. Gird him up, Lord, so he will continue to flow forth down the avenues that you want him to walk. Let him not pull back, but walk and trust and Seek you, Father. Yes, you go search you to conduct Holy Spirit, you go rumbody to go send Rashi to go say she to go say she to go say they continue to pour your life into him and help him to become the man of God that you want him to be Father God, open up his eyes and bless him abundantly. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 All right. Second, and then I can go down there and put this up over here. Okay. Ooh, they got a Mountain Dew commercial on. That'll make Lisa go crazy. Mountain Dew! I gotta get my Mountain Dew! Confirmation is always good. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't have to sit up there and, and let and, and you know, tell me that I'm crazy. I already know. So again, confirmation is good. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you know is even better. Not so much that I know, about you. Exactly. I gotta give you some of my vitamin water, girl. That's just so good for you. I don't. Is that cabbage juice? No, nah, it's cabbage. 
our vitamins mixed together up in a blender with water. Mm. And what kind of water? Just regular water. Mm. But, I, you know, my vitamins are all pulverizing mm. the ninja. Ugh. Well, I guess I do the reading. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Uh. I need to go to the store and buy these books. I need to do a lot of things. Which is really The Flesh and Salvation. Okay, y'all ready to get beat up? That's all I got to say. It doesn't matter if we say it. No, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know. The word flesh in basar, you know, the word flesh is basar, B-A-S-A-R in Hebrew, and sarx, S-A-R-X in Greek. Seen often in the Bible, it is used in various ways. Its most significant stage, I'm sorry, its most significant usage observed and made most clear is in Paul's writings as reference to the unregenerated persons. Speaking of his old, I, he says in Romans 7, I am fleshly, verse 14. Not merely his nature or a particular part of his being is fleshly. The I, Paul holds being, is fleshly. He, really, he reiterates this thought in verse 18 by asserting within me that it is in my flesh. It follows clearly that the flesh in the Bible points to all an unregenerated person is. In connecting with the usage of flesh, it must be remembered that in the very beginning man was constituted spirit, soul, and body. And as it is the sight of man's personality and consciousness, the soul is connected to the spiritual world through man's spirit. The soul must decide whether it is to obey the spirit, and hence he is united with God and his will, or yield to the body and all the temptations of the material world. On the occasion of man's fall, the soul resisted the spirit's authority and became enslaved to the body and his passions. Thus man became a fleshly, not spiritual man. Man's spirit was denied his noble position and was reduced to that of a prisoner. Since the soul is now under the power of the flesh, the Bible deems man to be fleshly or carnal. Whatever is solical has become fleshly. Now, aside from the use of flesh to designate all that an unregenerated person is, sometimes it is written to denote the soft parts of the human body as distinct from blood and bone. It may be employed to mean additionally the human body, or still other times it may be used to signify the totality of mankind. These four meanings are all very closely related. We should therefore note briefly that the other three ways of using flesh in the Bible. First, flesh as applied to the soft part of the human body. We know that a human body is composed of flesh, bones, and blood. Flesh is that part of the body to which we sense the world around us. Therefore, a fleshly person is one who follows the world. Beyond simply having flesh, he walks after the sense of his flesh. Second, flesh as applied to the human body. Broadly speaking, flesh means the human body, whether living or dead, According to the latter part of Romans 7, sin of the flesh is related to the human body. I see in my members another law of war with the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin which dwells in my members. The apostle then continues in chapter 8 by explaining that if we overcome the flesh, we must put to death the deeds of the body by the spirit. 
Hence, the Bible uses the word sarks to indicate not only physical flesh, but physical flesh as well. Third, flesh is applied as the totality of mankind. All men in the world are born of the flesh. They are all therefore fleshly. Without exception, the Bible views all men to be flesh. Every man is controlled by the composite of soul and body called the flesh. Following both the sins of his body and the self, self of his soul, thus whenever the Bible speaks of all men, its characteristic phrase is all flesh. Basar or socks consequently refer to human being, beings in, in total. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. So asserted the Lord Jesus to Nicodemus long ago, John 3 and 6. Three questions are answered by Gadadokum by this succinct statement. What, what flesh is, how man becomes flesh, and what his quality or nature is. What is flesh? That which is born of flesh is flesh. What is born of the flesh? Man. Therefore, man is flesh. And everything a man naturally inherits from his parents belongs to the flesh. No distinction is made as to whether the man is good, moral, clever, and able, and kind, or whether he is bad, unholy, foolish, useless, and cruel. Man is flesh. Who is calling me? I don't know who you are. Man is flesh. Whatever man is born with pertains to the flesh and is within that realm. All of which we are born or which later develops is included in the flesh. How does man become flesh? That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Man does not become fleshly by learning to be bad through gradual sinning, nor by giving himself up to lasciviousness, greedy to follow the desire of his body and mind, until finally the whole man is overcome and controlled by the evil passions of his body. The Lord emphatically declared that as soon as a man is born, he is fleshly. He is determined neither by his conduct nor by his character, but by one thing decides the issue, through whom he was born. Every man of this world has been begotten of human parents, and is consequently judged by God to be of the flesh. How can anyone who is born of the flesh not be flesh? According to our Lord's word, a man is flesh because he is born of blood, of the will of the flesh, and of the will of man, and not because of how he lives or how his parents live. What is the nature of the flesh? That which is born of flesh is flesh. Here is no exception, no distinction, no amount of education, improvement, cultivation, morality, or religion can turn a man from being fleshly. No human labor or power can alter him. Unless he is not generated of the flesh, he will remain as flesh. No human device can make him other than that which he was born. Lord Jesus said it, the Lord Jesus said is with what the matter was forever decided. The fleshliness of a man is, not, is determined not by himself but by his birth. If he is born of the flesh, all plans for his transformation will be unavailing. Un no matter how he changes outwardly, whether from one form to another, through a daily change, Man remains fleshly as firmly as ever. Okay. I might as well just stop there. All righty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now you, Go ahead. You, you just read that. Uh, what you just read reiterates um, <clears throat> what is what came from the previous reading? Our flesh is what? Oh, our flesh is cursed. Flesh yeah. is. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah. You just reiterated that, and the bottom line is, um, I guess basically you can't 
the perception should not be um, because of the things that you do or don't do and that there is nothing that you can do that will take you out of that predicament or position. Mm. Your, your flesh is cursed, period. Mm. You were born of man, so you will experience, regardless to how, put it like this, You there is nothing within us that can be so godly that will take us away from having those flesh or natural carnal experiences. So regardless to what you do, temptation is going to come. Mm. So your acts, those you know, temptations or falling to temptation does not make you fleshly. You're fleshly from the beginning. Mm. Mm. Now, you know, committing yourself to God and communing and fellowshipping with him can change the dynamic of the experience, your life's experience. It's it's not going to take you from being fleshly. Mm. So it it supports the scripture that we're born into sin. Period. Mm. So you have you you know that's how we're born, but it is your your choice, your freedom to change the dynamic of your life. So it's our freedom, or our choice, or our opportunity to be led or yield to the flesh. We have a we have a right. making process in that. Right. Yeah. You're born of the flesh, period. Your choices or decisions determine your walk in life, Mm. whether you yield to it or that you, you know, submit to it. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I think that's one of, like, that... um, Sort of like uh, the 12-step program, the first, one of the first steps is to acknowledge where you are. Mm-hmm. Because it would be, you know, once you acknowledge who you are, what you, you know, <clears throat> what your situation is, then can you have true healing or deliverance? Mm-hmm. But if you, if you deny it and you walk in, um, what's that when, you, when you're not... Um... What's the word we say when you're not you're not being truthful? Um, not accountability. Another word I'm looking for. Oh, um, denial. Oh, okay. You walking in denial. Yeah. So well, okay, true. You walk in denial, so that which you live in denial. Mm-hmm. When you walk in truth, you can live in truth. So let me ask you this. When you walk in denial, will that lead you to walk in a fantasy land? Oh, yeah. It will. Because you deny that which you see, and it's easy for you to um, build or make up what is not existing or not, not true.
Mm. But it changes it changes your viewpoint. It changes your vision. It changes what you see. What changes your viewpoint or your vision or your perception? Walking in denial. Because you no longer see those things which are true. And in, in, in the big, one of the most um, foundational things that hold us, you know, that keeps us um, guided is faith. And faith is blind. What do you mean by that? Well, faith is you believing, you know, things that have not yet. Manifested. Right, manifested or revealed itself. Mm. I don't see it. I believe it. Nah, you I just, expect. You just made me think about something as you're talking. So we're saying that, that when I'm walking in denial, then that can lead me to walk in a fantasy land. But then... What about when I'm walking in faith? Because to others, that might seem like a fantasy land, too. The difference between walking in faith and walking in denial, because faith is the substance of things what? Hope for. And the evidence of what? Things not seen. But when you're walking in denial, you are actually seeing things. That don't exist, and when and and based on the scripture, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You're not seeing it; you believe it. But uh, but you know what? I, you don't I, see it till it's manifested. But as I'm listening to you, I'm I'm gonna say that walking in denial is like the faith and fear. The definition it is, is. two different. You know, from where it's coming. It from. is. They but and and there's such a thin line between them. That if you are not, if you don't know, it's easy to have, it's easy for one to perceive faith to be the same thing as denial. And see, now I'm going to go to, this is what, this is what is very important. What is your faith built upon? Because, see, we have faith in things, but, you know, you can have faith in your car starting. You can have faith. Somebody is. So what is your faith built upon? Because, and see, that's what the determining or the difference is. If you put your faith in the word of God. Faith then, is built on, on experience. Ooh, say that again. Faith is built on experience. Mm. Mm. The reason I have confidence that my car is going to start because it has been starting all the time. Mm. 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 The, the reason I have faith that this chair is going to hold me because it has been holding me thus far. Remember, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence. So your experience is your evidence. Mm. Mm-hmm. And my evidence is that my car starts nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's such a funny example that you say that because I I have I have an issue with my starter. 
<laughs> really? Have had it. <laughs> I've had an issue for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've had so many other things that's going on. Okay, yeah, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Mm-hmm. And so my, my uh, brother, um, I, my car, I was unable to start it. Oh, it's probably been two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was near my brother's house, and he came, I called him, he came to where I was, and he showed me a way of Afro engineering, I will say. <laughs> Afro engineering. <laughs> yeah. To get to you know get it started, mm-hmm. you know how I can shift my car out of gear, you know out of park, put it back in park, then try again, and it okay. has worked. Now I've had that issue happen to me maybe four times, five times over the past three years. Mm-hmm. Well, Saturday I um, was up early doing some stuff. I had gone to the store. Nine o'clock in the morning, I'm sitting in the parking lot. And I tried to stop my car because I'm on my way back home, and it doesn't start. I tried the little trick that my brother uh, showed me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't working this time. Mm-hmm. I tried it two or three times. It didn't work. So, I, you know, my brother, again, happened to be at my house with the girls picking up his grandson. And I texted him. I said, okay, I'm stuck. Jayla was at home. My car is not starting. Uh, tell your uncle to come up here. And I just, you know, I was content. I was like, well, Lord, I just, well, you brought me to the point where I need to go ahead and get a new starter. Mm-hmm. I sat there. I was talking on the phone. I tried it a couple of times. It didn't start. I was like, okay, well, he'll be here in a minute. I tried it again. My car started. It's been working ever since. I just drove on off. Mm-hmm. But my evidence is that it had been working. Even the trick had worked. Right, right. So my experience was my evidence. And all of that is just what faith is built upon. Now, okay, the and the truth still is, you know, I had faith that it was going to start. It did. But the truth of the matter is, if I don't get it fixed, it ain't going to always start. <laughs> so, you know, there are realities about, you know, and truth about life. So I would be den- I would be in denial to believe I can just continue to go on like this and nothing, you know, and not get it fixed. And it's going to, you know, change. I'm not in denial. I might be a little, you know, slow or apprehensive, but I'm not in denial. And denial would be, oh, I don't have to get a new starter. It's going to start every single time. I'm going to try this little trick that my brother showed me. I'm going to be able to sit here even like I did last week. If I sit about 10 minutes, it's going to magically start. That's pure, that's denial. Mm. Mm. Leads to stupidity and a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. 
Let me read this book. <laughs> the word flesh is basar, B-A-S-A-R in Hebrew, and starts, S-R-X in Greek. Bible, it is used in various ways. Its most significant usage observed and made most clear in Paul's writings has reference to the unregenerated person. Speaking of his old, I, he says in Romans 7, I am fleshly. Not merely his nature or a particular part of his being is fleshly. The I, Paul's whole being, is fleshly. He reiterates this thought in verse 18 by asserting within me that which is in my flesh. It follows clearly that flesh in the Bible points to all an unregenerated person is. In connection with this usage of flesh, it must be remembered that in the very beginning, man was constituted spirit, soul, and body. As it is the site of man's personality and consciousness, the soul is connected to the spiritual world through man's spirit. The soul must decide whether it is to obey the spirit and hence be united with God and his will or to yield to the body and all the temptations of the material world. On the occasion of man's fall, the soul resisted the spirit's authority and became enslaved to the body and its passions. Thus, man became a fleshly, not spiritual man. Man's spirit was denied its noble position and reduced to that of a prisoner. Since the soul is now under the power of the flesh, the Bible deems man to be fleshly or carnal. Whatever is solical has become fleshly. Since the soul is not under the power of the flesh, the Bible deems man to be fleshly or carnal. Whatever is solical has now become fleshly. So, because the first Adam decided not to listen to his spirit and let his soul listen to his flesh, we are now imprisoned up underneath that bondage. But as Erica was saying, and the book is saying, we have a choice as far as who's going to lead us, our spirit or our flesh. And the soul is where it makes the decisions at. <sighs> now, aside from the use of the flesh to designate all that an unregenerated person is, sometimes it is written to denote the soft parts of the human body as distinct from blood and bone. It may be employed to mean additionally the human body or still other times may be used to signify the totality of mankind. The four meanings are all very closely related. We should therefore know briefly these other three ways of using the flesh in the Bible. Okay, first, flesh is applied as a soft part of the human body. We know that the human body is composed of flesh, bones, and blood. Flesh is that part of the body through which we sense the world around us. Therefore, a fleshly person is one who follows the world, Beyond simply having flesh, he walks after the sense of his flesh. Second, flesh is applied to the human body. Broadly speaking, flesh means a human body, whether living or dead. According to the latter part of Romans 7, sin of the flesh is related to the human body. I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind and making me captive to the law which dwells in my members. The apostle then continues in chapter 8 by explaining that if we would overcome the flesh, we must put to death the deeds of the body by the spirit. Mm. I, I, I like that. He said, if we, the apostle then continues chapter 8 by saying, if we overcome the flesh, we must put to death the deeds of the body by the spirit. How do we put the deeds of the body down? We do it by the spirit, not by our soul. Our soul will make a decision to yield to the spirit. <laughs> 
But, you know, even later on as we get into the soul, is still fleshly as far as the Bible is concerned too. So the only way to overcome the flesh nature is through the spirit. The apostle then continues in chapter 8 by explaining if we to overcome the flesh, we must put to death the deeds of the body by the spirit. Hence the Bible uses the word sarks to indicate not only physical flesh, but physical flesh as well. Third, uh, flesh is applied to the totality of mankind. All men in this world are born of the flesh. They are all therefore fleshly. Without exception, the Bible views all men to be flesh. Every man is controlled by the composite of soul and body called the flesh. Following both the sins of the body and the self of his soul, thus whenever the Bible speaks of all men, its characteristic phrases of all flesh. Barsar socks consequently refers to human beings in total. So when he's talking about flesh in the Bible, he's talking about the body. He's talking about, you know, body being just the the needy aspect of the body. Talking about us being born in the flesh because we're born with flesh. And then he's also talked to, uh, okay, the law of my members. I see the law of my members, the unregenerated person being fleshly. So he's talking about, first, talking about the soft parts of the human body. Second, flesh is applied to the human body, meaning the body living is the dead. In other words, the nature of the flesh. And third, we're born, we're all flesh because we're just born into it. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. So asserted the Lord Jesus to Nicodemus long ago. These, the three questions are answered by the succinct statement. What flesh is, how man becomes flesh, and what's his quality of nature is. What is flesh? That which is born of flesh is flesh. What is born of the flesh? Man. Therefore, man is flesh, and everything a man naturally inherits from his parents belongs to the flesh. No distinction is made as to whether the man is good, moral, clever, able, kind, or whether he's bad, unholy, foolish, useless, and cruel. <laughs> useless. <laughs> You're useless. <laughs> You're useless. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Useless and cruel. Man is flesh. Whatever man is born with pertains to the flesh and within that realm. All with which we are born or which later develops is included in the flesh. <laughs> oh, you know I'm going to use that one later on today. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go laughing. No, you ain't. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> morning. <laughs> oh, Lord. How does a man become a flesh? How does man become flesh? That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Man does not become fleshy by learning to be bad through gradual sinning, nor by giving himself up to lasciviousness, Greedy to follow the desires of his body and mind until finally the whole man is overcome and controlled by the evil passions of his body. Lord Jesus emphatically declared that as soon as man is born, he is fleshly. He is determined neither by his conduct nor by his character. But one thing decides the issue. To whom was he born? Every man in this world has been begotten of human parents 
and is consequently judged by God to be of the flesh. How can anyone who is born of the flesh not be flesh? According to our Lord's word, a man is flesh because he is born of blood or the will of the flesh and of the will of man, and not because he is how he lives or how his parents live. And third, what is the nature of the flesh? That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Here is no exception, no distinction, no amount of education, improvement, cultivation, morality, or religion can turn man from being fleshly. No human labor or power can alter him. Unless he is not generated of the flesh, he will remain as flesh. No human device can make him other than that which he was born. Lord Jesus said, "Is with, with the matter was Lord Jesus said is with that the matter was forever decided. The fleshliness of a man is determined not by himself but by his birth. If he is born of the flesh, all plans for his transformation will be unavailing. No matter how he changes outwardly, whether from one form to another or through a daily change." Man remains fleshly as firmly as ever. Okay, doke. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Questions, comments, criticisms, conclusions. I think... um Another interesting thing is that, <clears throat> you know, looking at us being a three-part being, mm-hmm. and I think it might be a common thought that only the flesh is flesh. But when you say the soul is fleshly, mm-hmm. You look. I don't know. I, I I'm looking futuristically into where this is could possibly lead, and to realize that the only thing that's pure about our being is our spirit. Mm. Wait a minute. Now, when you say futuristically, you're looking at all the devices and things man is trying to do to enhance and to make us better. Well, in a couple of aspects of when I say future, I'm looking at that, but I'm looking futuristically as to where I think the reading is going to, mm. you know, go. Okay. Because, you know, good, bad, ugly, aren't, well, we're just going to say good and bad. Your spirit is pure. Either your spirit is of God or it's not. And that's you know that's what that's what the bottom line is going to resort to. That's where we're going to end up. We do understand that there are challenges. You know, we do understand that there are temptations. We do understand that there's trials and tribulations. But you know, come judgment day, it's either or. Mm. And your spirit, your spirit, how it is identified is the true acknowledgement as to who we are. Interesting, who we are. So you saying that our spirit 
will determine who we are. Right. I I I don't say if if we choose to yield. Right. I mean, you know, again, that that's the transitional period, so to speak, and that's the thing called life. Because it's 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 you said in the reading, it is saying, bottom line, point blank, no arguments, hands down. You are born of the flesh. We are fleshly. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, period. No doubts about it. We are born of the flesh. We also understand during the, our walk of life, which I am, you know, uh, terming as the transitional period, the trials, tribulations, the temptations, um, seeking God, you know, being slothful when we want to, you know, lay it down, um, when we, you know, are sure and secure in our faith, and then when we're not in our faith, but, you know, not secure, not as strong in our faith. But, you know, at the end of the day, either you believe and confess Jesus Christ as your Savior or you don't. So the tra- life is our transitional period. That's when we are... I guess we're going through the fire and we become tried and true. To whatever it is that we will, I guess, commit ourselves to or surrender ourselves to. Either we're going to commit and surrender to, you know, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, or we're not. Because your options are only heaven or hell. Wait a minute. What all about that, the purgatory and all that other stuff in between? That's transitional. (laughs) That's life. (laughs) It's a process by which an experience that we will have but our walk is going to be the evidence of what it is that we follow. And we're still talking faith because, again, we're talking about faith and denial, but you can either have faith in God or faith in Satan. You know, it's interesting that you say that because, and you say it all the time. There, there are children of God that believe in God, but don't believe that it's real. Right. You know, and, and it's. I mean, he's real. And like, I, like I tell you a lot of times, and I give him props because the boy cold. Because <laughs> he, he, he do some things, and I'm not, I'm not esteeming him above God, but I just recognize some of the stuff that he do. It's like, oh, he good. <laughs> He good, but he been doing it for a while, so you know. But yeah. And he knows all the rules to the handbook too. You said what? I said, well, you have to remember. He knows all the rules of the handbook too. Yeah, you know you're right, Renee. You are very, very right about that. You are very, very right about that. Mm-hmm. And he been he been trying to get around them since day one. That's 
why he tried to usurp the father. Mm-hmm. Well, I was talking to someone the other day because they was pretty much at odds with themselves. And uh, I told her that, you know, we all get get at points of that fork in the road of which way to go. And you got to be very careful with that because um, what Satan is trying to get to do for you, you may hear the word pray, but is it P-R-E-Y or P-R-A-Y? Okay. I mean, because Satan will P-R-E-Y on you. But you don't want that type of prayer. You want the P-R-A-Y. You know what? Now, the study it, it will strengthen up your understanding, change your definitions on quite a few things so you can see them as they are now for what they masquerade to be. Mm. I'm going on mute. <coughs> you said... Um... You said pray, P-R-E-Y, and I was listening on the news. This is um, something that, that the, uh, I don't know if it's the Taliban or whoever, the, the uh, terrorism group, but basically the, one of the latest tactics is just to go around and just to stab people and they, you know, with a knife. They ha- actually have a particular type of knife that they want you to use, and they're showing stabbings in malls and just 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 random places. Just people getting a machete or a knife and just go starting to go on ballistic. But anyway, I was listening to it, and in the um in there whatever it is they follow, they're training them. Said don't look at this as far far as you know you're murdering whatever. Just look at them as prey. They're praying. You're just going and you know taking care. Of, you know you're praying. You're praying on your prey. P R E Y. They're pray. I was like wow. Wait a minute, I was just thinking of that song, Captured by the Game. Mm. Mm. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just something else is going on. Well, yeah. Well, you know, with the devil running rampant in a whole lot of different areas now. You got mm. people dressing up as clowns and uh, getting some people getting their head bashed in for following their, stu- their stupidity. <clears throat> but then, too, they had a guy that was dressed up as a clown. He was trying to literally snatch um, this woman's one-year-old out her out of her arm. Oh wow! And I and I still say that this is a form of attention. The devil comes in many forms, and he does that because he wants to bring attention to himself. Mm. I mean, what God says, you know, humble yourself. And mm. it's not about yourself. But in the meantime, the devil's saying, well, look what all I can do to dress you up. Look what all I can get you to be popular and be seen. Mm. But there's no substance to it. Mm. I mean, and once the flesh dies, it's going back to dirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so we say we won't have it here on earth, but then, too, what type are you looking for? Are you looking for heaven or are you just looking to be a hell yet? <laughs> I mean, we can collect all the little um, material things. We can collect all the dollars. But in the meantime, when we close our eyes, we can't take it with us. Okay. And we still got to face the judgment of what did we do while we were here? True. And how will we be able to answer it? 
we are at church on Sunday. Pastor had preached on Luke 17, 11 through 19, and it was talking about the lepers. Mm-hmm. And just out of my understanding out of it, uh, it was talking about the one who stayed behind and had gave thanks. But everybody else just went and got their blessings and kept on walking. Mm-hmm. Well, out of that 10, a tenth, a tenth of them, which was that one person, they did go back and say thank you. Mm-hmm. And it almost seems like, you know, as we go through, we may not see the big numbers that we hope to see, but, you know, we ask to be given 10% of our of our time, 10% of our earnings, 10% of our day. And by the time all this is over with, it may just be 10% of the population that is able to hear for what God's saying. Mm. But then it still comes back to the personal application of Judgment Day for everybody. What did you do? Did you give thanks for when you were fed? Did you give thanks for waking up? Did you give thanks for having the um, capability of your limbs? Did you give thanks or did you uplift somebody? Did you give out a kind word? Did you help out where there was a need? Did you put yourself aside in order to keep the body going? I mean, and that's going to be our biggest thing. But in the meantime, the devil going to be like, well, I ain't happy, so hey, let me see what I can do to show the flash in front of your face in order to get you to come over here to my side. <laughs> okay. And then, you know, you know, if that's not for you, you're going to feel it off the bat. You said that's what? I said if it's, if it's not for you, if that's not in your internal makeup, oh. you're going to feel it right off the bat. But depending on how bad you're hurting or attention that you're looking for, mm-hmm. you know, we start to condemn ourselves. And then, we, you know, we create that cell of, 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 of being in bondage just in our own minds. But until we stand up and say, you know, this ain't me. This ain't what I was made for. This isn't my purpose. And walk away. I mean, so that's why our spirit and our will comes in comes into play. Hey, nobody take that away from us unless we allow them to take it away. Hmm. Uh, I was talking to someone the other day, and they and I was talking about Luke seventeen, and it's like, well, you know. If you look at it, that's how they treat black people. Because mm-hmm. the skin is different. They want to treat us like we're lepers. Oh. <laughs> and we got to get up out of that mindset because we're not lepers. Mm-hmm. But then, too, back way back in the day, that's what the African people used to think about the white folks. They said they was unclean, unclean, and they lived in caves. <laughs> they was unclean? Mean, huh? You said they was unclean and what? They lived in caves. Oh. <laughs> so there was the Moors that went in 
pick up, show them how to um, how, how how to clean themselves up. Mm. But we got to get up out of that because one thing about it with color, there's a whole lot there. It's substance. You have absence of color. There's really no substance. You just got a blank. You just got a blank slate. So, uh, we're not the definition of hood. We're not the definition of ghetto. We have shown down through the beginning of time, we have a mind, we have ideas, we have have miraculous things come out. But it's just a shame that others have, have seen it and have prostituted us for it. And they have no remorse, no no type of anything feeling bad about taking something that that, that wasn't there. Mm. But God is what made made this world and we still gonna be put up for we still gonna be we're still gonna be testing on what we believe in. Are we gonna believe in these things? that are down here, or are we going to believe in for what God told us? He said that we will we will do much more miracles than what um, Jesus had did. Mm-hmm. And that's happening. But then, too, there's a, depending on how you look at it, people have twisted it over to being evil as well. Um. I was watching Good Morning America, and I was watching Dr. Oz the other day, and they were talking about, and by next year, they're going to do a head transplant. Oh? A head transplant. They're going to play uh, Frankenstein. <laughs> they're supposed to take this man whose body is, 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 is deteriorating from the neck down, they're going to take his, they're going to freeze his head, and then they're going to transplant it onto a head corpse's body. Mm. And they said they only had like about maybe, I think about no more than three hours to do it. Mm. All righty then. That should see, be this, is, this is what I'm talking about futuristically. The only true thing about our being, you know, will be our spirit. Mm-hmm. Because they, you know, we one, we're already born into sin. We're born in the flesh. So, again, our flesh is already cursed. That's from the beginning. And understanding that our soul is fleshly, meaning that our soul has flesh-like tendencies, that is exactly what, you know, is going on when we're, you know, talking about the, you know, when we're talking about um, uh, technology, because even though though technology, I'm not going to say even though, technology is advanced and it's taking us into these insurmountable places that we never thought that we will be, but also 
when we look at technology, though we are evolving and we're doing all these wonderful and magnificent things, again, you look at the other side of it because there are pros and cons to everything. But you look at the other side of how advanced we are in one area is how um, divided and how our actual uh, freedom as we believed it to be no longer exists and how the word is being fulfilled because all of this is a tracking mechanism. All of this is to maintain some type of control over man. And see, that's why it is so important, the readings that we've been having, especially about the, you know, um, spirit body, you know, and the mind, because, again, they are attacked. We are being attacked by Satan because, one, we're born in the flesh. Two, we hear that the... um, this, the body has flesh-like tendencies or that the body is fleshly or, you know, the body, the soul is fleshly. Now, the only thing, you know, all of this is in an effort to get to your spirit. And remember, you have a choice. God allows us an opportunity, the freedom, the luxury to choose. And how we feed ourselves spiritually is how we will live our lives spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so if we continue to go down the path of feeding our flesh first, feeding feeding our, you know, our soul first. Remember, I, I think um our our spirits are so true that the spirit will choose not to follow all that at some point. And we will be, and we can be destroyed. The 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 godly spirit of us will choose not to abide along with some of these things that we will allow ourselves to be exposed to and experience. So, are we going to feed our flesh? Are we going to feed our soul? Are we going to feed our spirit? First, one way or another, it's going to be some suffering. Mm. Because if we feed our our body and our soul first, our spirit still suffers to some degree. And if we feed our spirits first, our body and our our um our body is going to suffer as well because you're trying you are um challenging the rest of your being to fall in line with whatever it is that you feed. Because the flesh is cursed, even when we operate it in the spirit first. The flesh is going to fight because we are constantly at uh, within. We constantly fight with our flesh. This is a constant battle that we, you know, the life that we live. And then again, I will go back to something I said so long ago. 
life is changing as we know it so much that at one point in time, you know, the old adage of seeing is believing. But what? how are you looking at things? Are you looking at things with your spiritual eye or your carnal eye? Because there was a point in time that what you're talking about was, you know, um, really just depicted in a movie. Now they're making these things come to fruition right before our eyes. And if we look at a lot of these things in the flesh, we will be misled that this is actually um, what God is, um, I guess that God is in support of it. I'll say it that way. But God has already told us in his word that these things plus so many more will come to pass. So not that God supports it, the fact that he told us because of, you know, the sin that was committed in in, um, the Garden of Eden, these are the things that we're going to be facing. So true. You wonder why I want to sit in the back of the church by myself. (laughs) Hey, that's a good place to be. Uh, When I went back to school, I was in my English class, and my teacher asked me, why do I always sit in the back of the room? I said, you know, you get a better view from the back than what you do by sitting up front. And so she was like, well, why you say that? I said, well, at nine times out of ten, a person sits up front, they may have, they may be nearsighted and just be in denial that they need glasses. Or if you have the ones who just need, they like attention and feel like they need to sit up front. I said, but then, too, you don't see what all else is going on around you either. So in the back, you get a bigger and you get a fuller view of what's going on. And when you got a bigger view, because just like with God, he can see a whole lot more than what we can see. And the only thing he's doing is asking us to trust in him to help, to help guide us. Because in the meantime, our vision is only limited to for what pretty much what's around us. And sometimes we need a bigger view of that. Well, a lot of times we need a bigger view of it. Okay, I'm back on mute.
Anybody got any other comments? I have one more, but I'm looking it up. It's talking about for people to put teal-colored pumpkins on their front porch. To put teal colored pumpkin on their front porch for Halloween. Uh-huh. And the reason why they're asking people to put teal colored pumpkins on their front porch, that's to let the trick-or-treaters know that they're not passing out candy, that they're passing out things like stickers or little um, toys for those participating. Because they said with so many food allergies and stuff that's going on, they don't want to run the risk of getting somebody's kids sick. They, they put the pumpkins on there and say, say what? Okay. They're asking for people who participating with Halloween to put uh, a teal-colored pumpkin on their front step. This will let the trick-or-treaters know that they're now passing out candy. Oh. Because of all of the with all of the food allergies that's going on. Oh. How about they just turn off the lights? <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> hey, that's what I do too. But um, they came up with a valid point because you know, now like I said, um, I think it was week before last they had this campaign talking about stand up to cancer. Okay. People got to, but then too, people have to stand up and demand for these companies to stop putting in all this stuff into the food. Because mm. back in the day, you didn't hear about kids getting sick off, getting sick off of peanut butter and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But, but it's to the additives that they've been putting, that they've been treating the seeds with, also treating the product with after it's been grown and processed. And it's doing other things in the body that they didn't think it was going to happen. But then in the meantime, for the person that's making this stuff, the only thing they're worried about is making enough for where they can feed the masses, even though they know by doing that, it's weakening the quality of the product. And with them doing that, that's why they put all this other extra stuff in there to make up for what they naturally knew they had um, worked out of it in the first place. And even the body knows that it's not beneficial for us because now it's got us addicted to it because we're still hungry, but we know it has little substance to it. Uh So just like with a drug addict, it hits that feel-good mechanism, but it's basically starving the body. It has no nutritional value to it. Well, see, we have a bad habit of where everybody's doing it. Well, how about this? How about doing something that's going to be right and beneficial and not so much of what the masses is doing? Hmm. 
Okay, I'm going back on mute. Hello, Anybody else got anything? Uh, what did you say? I said good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, one of the things that kind of stood out to me um, as you guys were talking good morning. was, um, it, you know, it said that there's nothing new under the sun, and that's my favorite phrase, that there's nothing new under the sun. And um, one of the things I've read is that um, before the fall of before the fall of man, you know, when angels was walking with man, the fallen angels showed man a lot of things that they weren't supposed to know, and that was one of the reasons why God had to to send the flood and. Everything that um, the book was saying that that we did, the abominations that were created, are starting again. And so it's just it's it's just interesting how you know what was taken out of a lot of the the, the previous writings of history. Um, you know, you know the the, the books of the letters and stuff that they deem not necessary to put in the Bible. Um, it has information that was needed for us to know as believers and those who want to, you know, walk with God and understand his ways. They were taken out and we, you know, and we're back to doing those same things. So like transplanting heads and Having um, making babies with three different people involved, and you know, and trying to um, hybrid animals and humans together, and all this other stuff is coming around again, and we're letting it happen, thinking that it's normal when it's not, just because they call it scientific advancement, you know. We say, okay, well, it's an advancement, but an advancement to what? Mm. You know, and it's like, what is it? What what is it advancing us to? Advancing us right out of the will of God, mm. because He set us up with His parameters of what was what was acceptable to Him, mm. and. You know, and with with them with them labeling it scientific advancement, nobody is crying out and 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 telling them to stop. Nobody is saying this is not normal. You know, we need to really be be aware of of the wiles of the enemy, but because it was taken out of the loop of being biblical, because of what you know, man decided was part of the the letters and everything. We we lost that information. And it was saying that that was the, what they're doing now was one of the, is, is some of the abominations that were, that were walking the earth before the earth flooded. 
because they don't have, the conscience is not there. The spirit is not there. God breathes into what he creates. But if man is creating it, what is it? What, what, what soul is there? It's not God. It's not his will, so therefore it's anti-God, it's anti-Christ. It's not going to accept the same parameters as somebody who was naturally born. But then they're going to want us to accept the unnatural and toss away the toss away the natural to accept the unnatural, which is already in play. And I'm like, and I told God, I said, okay, I see why, you know, one of the reasons why he wanted me to homeschool Ozias and why places like New Legacy is needed because they are forming the children to be a global-minded community to accept unnatural things as natural and teaching it from the moment they are able to 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 be um to be taught and have an understanding so that it can be acceptable once they become of a certain age. And that's scary. That is scary. Because the people that are in power now are accepting those things that they are doing and saying, well, no, that's scientific advancement. You can't stop that. That's, that can help something in the end. And the thing is, what, what is it going to help to further unnatural things? That's what I have to say. I'm going back on mute. <clears throat> you can't go on mute. You can't. Oh, okay. But, Okay. I yeah, I agree. It is I'm in a position now where I said, Lord, I thank you for the fact that my kids are not in school right now. Mhm. You know, at that level that Ozias is at because like you said, the world is changing so that it's scary. And the fact that Man is now doing, you know, following suit with Satan, feeling that we have this superiority and this power to do things differently than they are, or you know, than it was ordained, or differently than how we were instructed. You know, it, it's twofold with what I'm saying. It supports why I sit in the back or the middle of the church. When I do, because it's just like, what the hell am I looking at? What am I listening to? Does anybody mm-hmm. hear or see this other than me? And, you know, it's a, again, when I was talking about fighting, you know, the flesh and the spirit fighting all the time, because at some point in time, it's like, oh, God, if I don't say anything, then what? And then, you know, sometimes it's just so outrageous that I'm going to sit here and not say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's like that being stuck between a rock and a hard place. Lord, what should I do? And then, you know, again, flesh rises and says, why should I do anything? 
Yeah. And what difference does it make if I do? Oh, gosh. Right. What I, what I found, though, is whenever I don't, you know, what I found, I do. This is what I do. Because, I mean, even like when I go to Sunday school, and if I'm able to, in the midst of our conversation, be able to bring up what I see, I'll I'll say something. Now, some people will, you know, will respond negatively. Some will will look at me and kind of be like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, File that away to think about that again. You know, I, I, you know, but it's for us to. We have those moments where we can we can insert the information that needs to be inserted without without um, feeling off. You know what I mean? I mean, he makes a way for us to give that information to the ears of people because a lot of it, it's a hit or miss. Everything is hit or miss. You know, I mean, at one time, you know, on this call, I mean, not everything Sam teaches touches all of us at the, at that particular moment. But when we follow it away, you know, it, it's like, oh, wait. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, you know, so it's like it's meant for it might not catch on when it's said, but it'll be it'll be something that's seated in their spirit for later use. But without that information being disseminated, there's there's nothing for them to um there's no choice. That that's basically what it comes down to, because at the end they, they're only given because just like now there's no choice we're given the option but no choice. Oh, you know, and so it's like okay, these are the options over here, but now I have something to choose from. That kind of is closer to what I know God wants for me to have, not that, but this makes more sense as far as following the will of God than what those options over there are, you know. And so, I mean, it's, you might still come off looking crazy, but then at the end of the day, it's not, it's, I, I no longer have that, well, maybe if I said something, you know, that feeling isn't there anymore because I, I did that a lot. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything, and then I would be like, "Well, I knew." Da, 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 da. Well, why did you mm-hmm. say this? Oh, because I don't want to look crazy, you know. But right. it's like now, it's like I'd rather look crazy than feel bad that I didn't say anything, and it could have helped whoever, you know. And it just—I don't know. And, you know, that goes along with what one of the, I think it was last week when we were, um, I don't know which call it was, but when um, I believe we were walking in the path of uh, just trying to properly inform on, you know, different things and the fact that, you know, as, as, 
as we grow in Christ, because, you know, he tells us, you know, choose the choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. And we look as once, you know, when we begin um, our relationship and as we grow in Christ, we see that we have options. And as we get stronger and we grow more in Christ, that our options are not necessarily the options we thought we have. Like you said, we have a choice, but then we don't have a choice. And so that's indicative of, you know, as the older people, I would hear them say every round goes higher and higher. Things change, and the responsibility that we have as, you know, followers of Jesus Christ, they are options change, and you really don't have one. And your option is not one of which you can opt out, basically. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Say that again. Which part? You said our options change and we don't have one. Right. And so that's one of the biggest oxymorons because, you know, in the beginning, you have an option to choose God or not choose God. But as you continue this walk, as you continue to grow, as you continue to be strengthened, that opting out is not an option anymore. Felicia <laughs> just said it. We have We have different sets of options, and one of which is not to quit or opt out. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mm. Mm. I, I mean, I, you know why I'm laughing, because it's like, mm-hmm. a choice. Really, I do, but I don't. Right. <laughs> oh, girl, you about to make me cuss. <laughs> mm. 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 So it's, it, you know. You know. Now you're understanding of things, and you're seeing, and you're knowing, and yeah, you got a choice, but really, do you have one? I, oh, you, mm, right, mm. and you don't because I mean, the Word of God says if you already know, oh no, you can't go back and act like you, you obligated. You can't, oh no, can't know it. Oh, gee, you obligated. So it's like, oh well, all right, yeah. And what's that old hymn, "A Charge to Keep"? I have. Ooh, mm. God to glorify. Would... Oh my gosh. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. And you know, and that's how come sometimes that's how come sometimes I am opposed to some of this stuff that we talk about when we say um throw out tradition because some traditions are good. Mhm. Well, so you know... we have to be more specific. I think about tradition. We need to understand the right. why of tradition, and that that mm-hmm. and what type of tradition we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because you know, again, I look at you know church in the South. You know, when I was you know when I was going to church as a little girl, and that old hymn I just you know recited one line from. You know, a charge, you know, to keep a have a God to glorify. You know, some traditions don't need to be thrown away because a lot of that stuff, though we sang it because that was what we did, a lot of times we didn't even understand what we were singing. And this, to me, for me, this is a prime example as to why some traditions should not 
you know, just be thrown to the side because this, what the conversation we're having now makes that old devotional hymn more understandable 48 years later. Look, look. Just like I like to, because oh, we pledge. How much of that stuff do we recite when we're pledging? But now that we've lived, we really got a greater understanding. Right. <laughs> same thing. And it's the same way as the Word of God. A lot of the stuff you don't understand, but yeah. you keep living. Yeah, come on now. And and what is the thing I put in the um? For those of us that received it. I thought it was so profound when I heard Joyce Meyer say it yesterday. Okay. We live life forward, but we understand backwards. Yes, yes, I saw that. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, and so, and that's what we're talking about, because we live in life just doing some of those traditional things or things that we were, you know, grown to understand, and we do it. We read the Bible. We do it. And it's not till after the fact that you understand it yeah. or that it makes sense. And that's the same thing faith is. That's the same thing faith is because you're walking circumspectly in the word and you're walking based on your hope. You're walking based on what you learned, what you read, what you what has been indoctrinated in your spirit. And it is your experience that brings about the evidence where you begin to understand why you were doing what you've been doing all this time. Mm-hmm. Faith is the epitome of what that mantra that Joyce Meyer said. We live forward and understand backwards because faith is the evidence of things. Ho- I mean, faith is evidence of things hoped for. You don't know. You're just walking because you understand your spirit is leading you. But you sometimes you don't even understand what your spirit is telling you. But you're doing it. And it is not until after you've experienced that it becomes evident that other people can see. And all, a lot of times it becomes evidence that you can see. Because when you look back on it, you're like, ooh, did I do Really? Lord, I thank you for covering me. And that's, you know, because you don't know why you're going through. Lord, I trust you. I'm walking through this dangerous path. Lord, I trust you. And it's not until you have become victorious or until you're delivered that it becomes evident in your life or the evidence in your life that either even you or other people can be bear witness to. And that's where it becomes your testimony. Because you know it had not been of your own will or your own strength. You were holding on to faith, which is that the thing you were hoping for. And your evidence is behind you because it has now been manifested or come to fruition.
Hello? Hello? Yeah, I was just listening. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, yeah, I had to put myself on mute. I just to remember and the placement that God puts us. He's there. He is there. And he he's in the thing. What he what he shows you to tell, he's there to help you in the telling. He doesn't, because you are that one who can, based on your audience, they will understand and they'll receive it more so than from a stranger. Why are you asking me? Um, more so than from a stranger. And so it's like the, he'll, he'll, he'll give you what you need to say and how you need to say it. But it's like with the way man is now, with the way church is now, there is one to hear soothing They don't want to feel they don't want to feel that fire is coming. They don't want to feel that tests are coming. Because just like, you know, Unfortunately, they are so for their stomachs. They are so for their stomachs. They they want things more than they want God now. And that is where the church is. But God is trying to give us little wake-up calls, trying to get us to, to... to see it's way beyond that. Like we're getting that understanding on this call. He wants all his people to know it's way beyond your stomach now. It's way beyond that car. It's way beyond that house, that mansion on the hill. It's way beyond that. But because they want soothing words, that's all they want to hear. So they need that voice of reasoning, that voice. <laughs> that's why you kept saying that, Sam. He, they need to hear that voice in the wilderness calling out, prepare ye the way. Christ is coming. Oh, that's, do me a favor. Go and get, um, sorry, go and get my um, outfit box, please. Prepare you the way. That voice in the wilderness. That's why Christ has to keep having those rules in this moment. 
because it is only in the wilderness that you're able to hear him. It's only in the wilderness. Because think about it, the world now is in a wilderness moment. You know? And <clears throat> so the animals have escaped the zoo. No. They have truly escaped the zoo. I'm going back on the floor. Let me I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Man. Sam, you can come off mute now. No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know what I am at this moment. I just know I am. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I'm just. just. Hey. It is what it is. I'm just what I'm just. Well, anybody else got anything? You know, that's why, and that's why it's so important that, well, that's why this, you know, prayer shifting ministries, the call, that's why it is so important. Because, again, I don't, you know, we can say it as often as we like, and I really don't think the words that we use to express it truly um, gives one understanding. But we discuss things that, one don't we you know we've already under, we already understand we discuss things that we that are not discussed in church, but it you know me being a processor, you know is it fear that we don't discuss these things in church? Oh, girl, see now you don't open up a whole another thing. It's a whole lottery. How you gonna discuss? You know I'm gonna say it's fear. I'm gonna say exactly. it's flesh. Mostly flesh. I mean, it's mostly flesh. And and, and the flesh kind of because lack of knowledge, but then you got to be willing to step out. But even more so, I'm going to say it like this. Most of us, one reason or another, got pushed to this level. And and, and see, that and that, especially understanding it spiritually, No, we got pushed because of life circumstances that made us or made a desire because we needed something more than what we were getting where we were at. But which even lines up now, we're getting a greater understanding of spirituality. Truthfully, the Holy Spirit needs to lead you. So now, if my flesh is making a decision that I want to study spiritual things, then I'm still going to only walk in, like you said, that experience is is, is not going to really, really be spiritual. It's going to be solical. So we really don't have the understanding. So I can't talk about something 
whether I don't understand it or I'm not even willing to go out on a ledge to be talked about, ridiculed, or whatever else, which in, in those cases, and those people kind of excommunicated because they're different, don't follow them. You know what I'm saying? So we don't get in that in a lot of churches for a lot of different reasons, but it's going to boil down to flesh. That's just Samuel Farley speaking. I'm going back on mute. Well, you talking about it boils down to flesh, which is that thing you just finished reading about. That we're born of, that we can't get away of, even though we are spiritual, we still are going to always have it till we die. Yeah, that thing. And, then, and the one that penetrates past the flesh and have those tendencies, exhibit those tendencies or display them in your soul, that thing. Mm-hmm. Which it says that it's buried deeply. Mm. All right. I don't know if buried deeply a good word. <laughs> Or that it goes deep, however you want to. Call it. Right, we can't we can't escape it. And and that's the thing. I say buried deeply because one, we're born of it. Right, and we, we can't, can't es- shake it. We can't right. shake it. Right. We can't peel it off. You can't dig it out. Yeah. Wait a minute, and, and that goes back to what Paul said. The only way that you can put it under is through the spirit. Mm-hmm. Spirit mm-hmm. must put it under. See, I was trying to go back on mute, and you done brought me out. Sorry. Uh-huh. No, you ain't. Now you're lying. That's fleshly. <laughs> now you wrong. You said you were gonna use it. You were gonna use a bunch of stuff before the day was out. You started already. Well, you know. <laughs> okay, and is, can it be safe to say that we even tried to transform this flesh for the wrong reason? Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah, definitely. And, and that's transform it, manipulate it. That's even that's even getting back to what Erica was talking about. You know why we don't talk about this stuff in church? And it's, it's again because and. As we gain and understand this thing, the only way that you can really be spiritual is to be led by the Holy Spirit. Oh, now, Erica, you made me just think of something. And you know what? Just don't let me. <laughs> Go ahead. So many of us are un- are unyielding <laughs> to the Holy Spirit because we want to do what we want to do, how we want to do it, the way we want to do it, to get our desired end result. And if you know anything about this spiritual walk, that's going to be one thing God's going to say, oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> he might show you an answer and dare you to walk in it. Oh, there it is right there. Go get it. <laughs> Come on. No, I don't wait. I, because I'm God, I choose not to answer your desire or what you need at this moment for my grander design. So now what you going to Come on now. See, you done got me. See, see. Mm. Mm. I'm going back to that thing I read about when you need that answer in the midnight hour and God come. I go past. God still ain't answered. What you going to do? But he's teaching you in that moment a whole lot of stuff. Because at the end of the day, it's not about a popularity contest. Oh, Jesus. Right. Right. It's really not. 
and that's why that's why a lot of churches don't talk this far because it's about the numbers. It's oh. about how many. If I tell them the actual truth of the matter, hmm. you know, then a lot of my money and the numbers will go away. And wait a minute. And why would that happen? Mm. Because at the end, at the end of the day, uh, those who say they're saved, those who say they want to be set apart for God, are only there because they think they're getting something from Him. Mm. And they don't want to be willing to give something of themselves. Come on, girl. Because let I me mean, think about it. I, I give my time on Sunday. I come for an hour. I raise my hands and I praise God. You know, he says, do you know, the fellowship of the saints, we're supposed to get together. I did that. I gave my tithes. I gave my offering. Now I get my money back a hundredfold, praise God, you know. But where's the transforming of your mind and the transforming of your actions? I can hide it behind those people, those numbers in there. Mm-hmm. I know I think. Mm. Thinking that they're hiding it from God, but um, yeah, does no God right. sees you for what right. you really are. Mm. And then, unfortunately, right. the ministers are are so you know they 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 they're stuck in the lifestyle, you know, because they say God wants you to prosper. Yes, He wants you to prosper. But did you have to buy that $5 million house? Did you have to have more than two cars in your household when there's only three of you there and one of them under 16? I mean, it's like those things are just that thing, and you don't want those things to go away. And there are some ministers that, you know, I can't, you know, people love them, but I can't get with them because I'm like, when you're on public display, I don't hear anything about transforming self for God or how God wants to transform you. It's always about what God can do for you. It's time out for motivational speeches. Unless you're trying to motivate me to change myself, or letting God change me. Mm. There's, when you talk about, because when you talk about us being humble on this line, it's just like, as a kid say, I'm sweet. Like, okay, Lord, humble myself, humble myself, humble myself. But where is that being spoken over the pulpit or the ones who have the station time to reach millions more or thousands more, where is that being spoken that you have to humble yourself? Mm. But I digress because, I mean, you know, hey, the popularity contest continues. And the one who's the most popular is the one that has, has you, you know, blessing dogs and 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 kissing cats and you know saying it's okay for this and it's okay for that and you know 
you being yourself is fine. All roads lead to God, and, you know, it's just, and people are eating that up. Oh, you're saying I don't have to change? You're saying he'll accept me as I am? Yes, he'll accept you as you are, but at the end of the day, he says go and sin no more. Mm. Uh oh, she done went to Madeline. Go and sin no more, and you don't hear that. You don't hear go and sin no more. You hear his grace is sufficient. But mm. <clears throat> well, where 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 about go and sin no more? But his grace is sufficient. Okay. He no longer condemns you. No, he doesn't condemn you, but he says. He said, go and sin no more. So there's conditions that have to be met as well. You can profess your with your mouth all you want, but if you don't believe it in your heart and try to follow that thing up, then what you profess with your mouth is really just a lot because your actions don't back it up. God's word is backed up by his actions. And that goes with faith without works is dead. Love without works is dead. And your work is to go and sin no more if you profess to love God and that Christ is in you and he is, you know, you are his and he is yours. If there's no change in your behavior in the physical realm between you and your husband or wife or girlfriend, boyfriend, after a while they're gonna they're they're gonna be like, You never loved me to begin with. You were just saying that with your mouth because you wanted to get what you wanted. And that was it. I'm gonna shut up. I'm sorry. I'm scared to talk, so I ain't saying nothing. Okay, I can say trigger words. Well, anybody else got anything? <laughs> I was like, oh, see, I really want to be for real. <laughs> hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? I just, I want to, I want to insert this. I'm going to really shut up for real, for real. Okay, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> but as we were reading yesterday. You know, um, God is loving. You know, no matter what it looks like from the outside, you know, God is loving. And what he does is 
in the midst of all of this foolery that's going on. He has people that are willing to step out. Just like those on this call, we are willing to step out of our comfort zone and speak. Now, we have to start doing it even more so because we are that voice in the wilderness that people are listening for. We are that voice in the wilderness that people are listening for. And so we have to start really crying aloud and sparing not. We can't spare people's feelings. We cannot. It's beyond that now. So at every opportunity, even if it's on your social media page, if it's in the church, if it's just in casual conversation with friends, it's time now for us to be, you know, like not say anything because we really don't want to have that blood on our hands if that's information that they could use that will pull them out of the fire that they're in. And I'm challenging all of us on that one because I know sometimes I still do sit back in the middle or at the back of a conversation and not say anything. But I'd rather look crazy for Christ than than at the end of the day, I don't hear you've done well, good and faithful servant, enter enter into thy rest. Amen? All right, I'm done. All righty. I'll just say this. You said those who are willing to go out. I'm still laughing because I'm still going, yeah, but how about those who get kicked out? (laughs) For one reason or another, and and you're forced to apply that which you hear. But then you got a choice, but you ain't got no choice. (laughs) <laughs> Man <laughs> Yeah, I <police. laughs> Yeah, right, right You you laugh and cry at the same time I hear them tears coming down your face Like, there ain't, there ain't none of this funny Because <laughs> you know what The thing is And I think that's another reason Why I am where I am Because uh, as I as I said that, I was really talking to myself. I know, I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> Even when you just stopped me, I heard you shaking your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't stand you. I'm <laughs> back on mute. <laughs> uh, 
because I kid you not, there are some things that he has been wanting me to post on um, social media that if I was working, I would have got fired for anyway. And I still haven't posted it because I'm like, but I'm trying to get a job, Lord, you know. And, you know, they check your social media account. And then if I, you know, if I say this on social media, that's going to really let me not get a job, you know. And um, that's where it says his grace is sufficient for you. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So it's, 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 yeah, yeah. You gonna trust me? Exactly, and it's like, oh, you know, exactly. it's okay, Lord. Exactly. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, Lord. So you know, again, like I had said yesterday, I'm, I'm still battling that God. He's still battling that God because, man, you know. So, um, yeah. And I tried, I tried the other day, I tried to do um, a recording the other day, and I deleted it. I was like, nope, I can't say that. I'm like, well, I can't say that. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, so it's, 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 it's easier said than done, but it has to be done because ain't nobody else saying it. Ain't nobody else saying it. You look around and there's nobody else letting the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth about the word of God be made manifest within the ears of man. And if you have, the thing is, we have to be, we have to be willing. We have to be willing. And, uh, yeah, it it just doesn't work any other way. I can attest to that. It works no other way. Because I have a question what, for you. Yes. Okay, because I know on my um, social media, I keep it uplifting and positive um, spiritually. And I have come under attack where people have um, blocked me off of their pages. Because they told me I did too much. I said, well, how can I do too much? And this is my source of why, why, or why I wake up every morning. So if, uh, if a business or a job, a future job should see this on your page and it bothers them, would you really want to go work for them? But that's the thing, though. That That's where we have to come out from among them, it comes down to being separated. God right. let us know constantly he separates the wheat from the tear. He separates the weeds from the from the rest of the garden. We have to remain separate. So it doesn't so I have to it comes down to it's not even about what they feel. It's about where I stand. Does it matter what right. I what I think other people think about me, it doesn't matter what the employer, the, the potential, in quotes, employer thinks. It's a, it matters what God thinks of me. So if God is pleased with what I put in there, then I had to catch myself. 
Okay, Lord. Okay, I went too far. I went too far. It doesn't matter if if the employer looks at the page or not. That's where I have to be. It doesn't matter if the employer looks at the page or not. And and that's what he's working with me on because I, I, a lot of stuff I posted, people had, you know, I got a little bit of negative comments on it, you know, and it's just like I have to, I got it. I'm like, okay, well, whatever, you'll be all right, you know, but it it's, again, I'm wrestling with the God, a little G-O-D of my own, and that's what God is breaking me from, that it doesn't matter what other people feel about what I say, as long as I know I'm speaking the truth. Now, that means I'm getting up out of self, and that means I'm getting up out of pride and stubbornness because if he tells me or he tells anybody to post something and you feel that urge, then you do it. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it just... Yeah, it, it's still coming, but I'm, I'm having to come up out of self. I, you know, like we like we say on this call every day, it's a process, and this is that this is one of those. Um, I want to say it's a barrier, bondage, whatever you want to call it, that I've dealt with for a long time, and so he, I'm in a place right now where. I have that fork in a row where I have to choose. Am I going to choose him or am I going to choose this? And I want, I'm saying, Lord, I choose you, but my actions are not lining up. So all I'm saying today is basically just me ministering to myself as I say what I say. And which oh, okay. Sam is calling me out on. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. One thing I would, one thing I would like to say to you, because like for the last job I had, and before I was let go, I was being teased and ridiculed because I had my Bible with me. And on Tuesday nights when I leave out, I would have my Bible with me, and they wanted to make sure what was all in my Bible case. I said, "It's my Bible." Oh, I've never seen one of these before. It really shows how much you go, I guess. But before they let me go, yeah, I went through a couple of months of being ridiculed by having my Bible with me on Tuesday. Because when I left, when I left work, I was on my way over to Bible study. And the day that they let me go, they looked at me strange because I wasn't crying. I wasn't doing. And see, here go the funny part about it, because a couple of weeks before they let me go, I had asked in my mind, and I prayed on it. I said, okay, I know it's time for me to get up out of here, so where am I going to go next? So I look at that as a part of, of a part of my elevation. My health is still good. I'm still breathing. I'm still being found worthy to wake up each day and to participate. I may be lacking a couple of comforts, but the main thing that matters 
hey, I'm still in the game. I'm on mute. All right. Anybody else got anything? No. Praise to God. Hmm? I said all praise to God. All praise to him. Praise to him. I thank him for being awake. Hmm. I thank him for being awake because so many are still resting on purpose. They hit the snooze button a couple of times. You know, they hit the snooze button a couple of times. Oh, 
I am about to get out of this house, um, so I guess we can go ahead and start with the prayers. You can start with me. I'll go first. We'll take me second. Okay, who wants to go first? It doesn't matter to me. Pam goes first, I guess. I heard her voice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to pray for myself first. Then I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Father God, right now, Lord, I just need your strength. Lord, I know you've brought me to a point that um, only by your grace and your mercy. But Lord, in order for me to go forward, I need more of you and less of me. I just need you to give me what I need, Father, so I can press on. Oh, Lord, just, you know, Jesus, it's just so much. And at times, Lord, it just grabs hold of me, and and, and I I just can't shake it. See, I'm going to reflect back on what my sister said, what has been my experience. My experience has been that, God, you are there for me. My experience is that you have never left nor forsaken me. My experience is that I make a decision to press on, that you will give me what I need. So, Father God, I'm making that choice to press on with an expectation that you will give me what I need, Father. Help me to get over myself, my feelings, my frustrations, and those things that are just just nipping at me, Lord, but to walk in the full assurance that there's purpose mm, to what you have me going through, Father. I'm not just going through it just because there's purpose, Father God, and I need to see that purpose for what it is and trust that you will bring me through, Father, Holy Spirit, just thank you. Let's just thank you, Father. Mm. Oh, Lord. I'm just saying dealing with three 90-year-olds can kind of be interesting at times, and I'll just leave it like that. Especially up in this household, you got a variety of mixed nuts. Anyway, um, <laughs> I did. I yeah, I did say. Let me stop before I start the cussing. Anyway, Pam. <laughs> oh Lord, God. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, Pam, you ready for your prayer? <laughs> Some my mixed nuts. I don't know. Well, you know that. See, I almost went. All right, Pam, I'm about to pray for you, okay? 
Father God, Yes, 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 Father. Help her to move in accordance with the full assurance of you, God. Meaning that you know that she knows that you have her. She knows that you are moving her in these directions. She knows that it's only by you and you and through you that she can rise up to do that which you want her to do. Holy Spirit, she did it go bullshit at a canra, she did go say, she did go say, she did go sandraka, hundred go say, she did go say, she did go say, she did go say, she gasaka, hundred go say, she did go say, she did strengthen and gird her up for that which is before her, Lord. Let her not run back into herself, but to press on and you she did go brand to go say, she did go say, she did go sandra, her umbrand to go dead to go say, she did go say, she did go sandraka, umbrand to go say, she did go say, she did go say, she did go say, she did go sandraka, anoint her, Father God, she didn't run. Anointa, Hara Saraka. And amen. 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 All right, Renee, you ready? Yes, I am, sir. All right. Oh, Rambo Rani, to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say, yes, yes, yes. Continue to stir her up, Lord. Continue to stir her up, Father. You under the go sandaka. Continue to stir her up. Shindrushi to go say, she to go say, she to go say, she to go say. Continue to stir her up. Shindrushi to go say, she to go say. Continue to stir her up. Shindrushi to go sarakanda. Stir her up, Father, and allow the giftings of God to rise up inside of her. Allow the anointing of Christ to, to increase in her heart. Give her the revelation, the strength, and all that is needed, Father. So she can walk her in a full assurance that you are providing and making a way for her, Lord. Continue to minister to her. So she can go go forth in the fullness with the assurance that Daddy God had is blessing and keeping us. 
Sadaka. Amen, amen, and amen. Am I need you to sign Ma. Hey, Sam, we get a chance. Um, look up the definition for the word nuts. Look up the definition for the word nuts. All right. Okay, who's next? Um, This is yes. Renee. I'm White Prayer. You said who? Renee. Oh, okay, another Renee. No problem. No problem, all right, Father God, let me pray for Renee. Shed a Koran, shed a Koran, that a Gaza, shed a Gosa, shed a Gaza, shed a Gosa, shed a Gaza, shed a Gosa, shed a Gaza, or Umbrana to go say, Father God. Huh. Hmm. So you just want to make me go deep. Huh? I was doing good until I got to you. Now you want to make me go deep. <sighs> okay. First. I'm going to speak peace upon your life in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, calm the storms that are raging all around her, Father. Let the peace of God begin to rise up inside of her, Father, so she can become settled. Peace be still upon her life, Lord. Now, Father God, as she's going through, let her be connected to you. Let her be centered in you, Father God. She can be centered, she can be connected, and then she can abide in you. See, see, what he's telling me is that your situations, for the most part, won't change, but you will. You will be at peace. You will be calm. You will be able to deal with everything that's going on around you as long as you stay connected to God. See, that's what he's telling me. So don't get caught up in the situations or the circumstances. You get caught up in Jesus. You focus on him and in him and let him work through you. See, he's tra- He's transforming you. He's transforming you into that which he's calling you to be, who he, who you are, and who you are. So he's taking you through these things so that you will be settled in him and you will learn to trust him even more so. So just continue to give God the praise and the glory. Continue to feed your spirit. Continue to abide in his word. And you will find that it will give you all that is needed so you will be able to get through on the other side. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. No problem. Amen. <laughs>
That prayer, please. Yep, 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 yep. I guess I'll pray for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. I need a little What? Give me one second. Let me do this quick juice. Okay. Move, cat. So first of all, I, I, I was going to say it, then I wasn't going to say it, but I guess I'll go ahead and say it. So when you was talking about, you know, you being afraid to put something online because you're, or what your employer is going to tell you, and I laughed, and I really, Lord, she really thinks she's going to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> right. See, you know what? Okay. You got it. Again. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I just listen. Like, mm-hmm. you, you really, you really think he gonna taking you through all this so you can be under some? Yeah, okay, okay. But I, I, I <laughs> want to slide, but I just brought it back. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, thank you for the slap. Go back to reality. <laughs> um, all right. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, not problem. So I will go ahead and I pray for you now. Oh, oh Lord, really? No, don't do that. See now, I'm oh, geez, then I'm gonna slap me. See now, and I had said it before, and now I'm just getting ready. He he's telling me again that you are paying attention to me. He even called you a mini me. And, you know, I shake my head because I know, I mean, you see, and in essence, and for those who don't understand, but I know you do, it's not that she's trying to be like me, but she sees things that I'm doing and that they're working and it's the word of God. So that's what I mean on the mini me. No, she's not trying to be a Sam Farley. She ain't that crazy. She don't want to be a Sam Farley. Because I don't. <laughs> now, I wasn't talking about you, child, but that's another story. But, Felicia, just continue to let God transform you. Baby girl, I'm sorry for the hurt and the pain that you're going to go through. But, see, that's what we talked about, the fellowship of his sufferings. And when we're talking about the flesh nature, we ain't going to never fully embrace that. So let's be real about it. But, again, a choice of being able to go through, a choice of saying, yes, Lord, I will go through. Those are the things that you're doing. And those are the things that God is saying, I can use her. That's why I say you ain't getting another job, because he can use you. He's going to position you so you'll be provided for. But that normal nine-to-five mentality, you can go ahead and forget that one. <laughs> he heed that, because he is, is, you're going to be bound. And he has got you to a point now you're beginning just to walk away from that bound, that, that being bound. And as you, oh, Jesus, just as you're walking away from being bound in that aspect in the natural, you're also walking away from being bound in the spiritual. Mm, mm, mm. You're beginning to become set free so that God can use you. 
See, mm, you begin to become more valuable to them because you're more pliable. You're more available. You'll avail yourself, and you'll just say yes. Even when you don't understand, you don't see, and you don't even like it, but you just go ahead and say yes. And God is saying, yeah, I can use you. So God said, Father, God, just continue to move her along the pathway that you want her to go, Father. Continue to teach her, feed her your word. And see, that's why it's a necessity that you speak in tongue more than you do. Because that's going to be one of the vital things to feed your spirit what is needed to keep to give you what you need to press on. See that that spirit to spirit communication, that spirit to spirit strength that that you're gonna have. That's like your your umbilical cord. If you cut that when the child is in the womb, the child gets no nutrients. That that's that's your umbilical cord to the Holy Spirit, and you need that because you need that life that He gives you. You need that that anointing He gives you. He gives you so much through that that will allow you to persevere and to press on in spite of how you feel and in spite of what it looks like, in spite of how, uh, even when your body goes, no, not today. Even when your mind says, you know, really? See, that's what that Holy Spirit will do you. Again, it's transformation and it's tr- it's training. So just continue to walk. Continue to rise up and let him use you. And your growth will be exponential. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Yeah, I'm glad you said thank you. <laughs> Anybody patting himself out to me, really? No, no, no. <laughs> well, all I can say is praise the Lord. If you get something good from me, I guess that's good. <laughs> Hi, Grandpa. Your granddaughter said hello, Dad. Okay. Hey, Morgan. Hi. Let me just hang up. Who wants prayer and then I'm going to be changing your phone? Me. Huh? I do. Okay, child. Okay, so you are now adapting to your environment. You are now adapting to you turning it on and turning it off in that environment. There are a lot of things that God has been and will be revealing to you about your environment 
draw from your past experiences, again, like we talked about, it's like high school repeating itself. So you got some of the same similarities. You got those around you who are really hating and those who actually be your friends. You just got to go through it. You don't 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 get upset when it happens because you you see it. Not see this time you see it before it comes. You see it before it comes. So just continue should go should go should go continue to let the Holy Spirit open your eyes. See, but see now this is the thing. Whereas before and we even talked about it on the call, before you are going through and now it's the similar thing, but this time it's going to be a much more deeper understanding of revelation. This time, like I said, you're going to see things from a whole other perspective. So it might be the same situation, but it's going to be much deeper. And you just walk in it. There's no reason to be afraid. You know you're covered. You have a great relationship and you have a great foundation. And again, because of such... He's pissed, and he ain't stopping. But you keep trusting and recognize that you serve the highest. As long as you walk in that understanding, there's no reason for you to fear. As long as you walk in that understanding that, well, God led me to this point, and if this is something I have to go through, I'll go through it, but I'm not scared. I'm not scared of what you can do to me because ultimately you can't do anything unless God allows it. You walk in that understanding. You walk in that understanding and let his word manifest and see what that's going to do. That's going to prove his word to you. See, that's what Erica was talking about earlier about experience. Now you're going to be walking in your own experience and your own understanding. You're going to be proving the word of God out for yourself through your application. So just continue to seek, trust, and allow God to do those things he's doing in your life and walk in the fullness of who he called you to be. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 I'm about to change phones. Hi, Felicia. Hey, Miss Morgan, how are you? Um, I'm not going to complain. You know what? But I'm not going to complain. Now that you've gotten where you are, you cannot let yourself start thinking that you're a small fish in a big pot. It's just the atmosphere is different. You are still who you are. Just the environment has changed. There's nobody better. There's nobody bigger. It's just different. And so don't try to change yourself and and adjust yourself, you know, where it says adjust your screen to make things clearer. No. You don't need to do that. You see things exactly how they need to be seen. So don't try to unsee what you see. And don't try to don't don't think you have to back down from who you are 
to make people comfortable around you because they, you're not being you. And it's so easy to get into that mindset when you're when you're at when you go to college for the first time because you don't want to stand out. It's all about you know trying to trying to get into you know get comfortable. You were comfortable in your skin before you got there. Stay comfortable in your skin, girl. Stay comfortable in your skin. And what's gonna happen is people. Who are meant to be in your in your in your circle that's meant to be in your space will start coming to your space. I'm gonna start sounding new age. Your your vibrations will attract who you're supposed to attract. So that means you have to stand alone for a while. You might have to eat alone for a while. You might have to whatever for a while. Get comfortable in that because that means that when whatever God has for you to do in the future, at times you're going to have to be willing and able, willing and able to do it by yourself without any, without any, you know, squad with you. You're going to have to be your own squad, okay? So, you know... You're going to be good. You're going to be all right. Take it off. Take it off. Get that attitude back, okay? Okay. Get that attitude back. That's what, he, that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to lose the attitude of I know who I am and I know whose I am. Don't don't do it. You 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 know right. You know right. Skip him. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to say, but to keep it Christian. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to love you. Love you, Morgan. And you know, if you ever need to talk or whatever, you know the digits. Just give me a call. Okay. I won't even ask what happened. Don't want to know. <laughs> On the bright it's side, my good. eye is almost healed. You said what? On the bright side, my eye is almost healed. Oh, okay. That's good. I got to put some money in your account today. Uh, anyway. How much longer do you have on the medication? He said seven days, but I—I I mean, when I went to ophthalmologist yesterday, he said I should be completely healed by Thursday. Oh, okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, who else there? I want prayer. Ah, oh, bet you do. Mhm. All right, let me pray for your crew. Yay. Okay. Um, Thomas Lawrence shut it up all right. Little go into the gun, 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 little go into
I guess it's just transformation time for you, period, because there's a lot going on at your job, too. But there's always a lot going on at your job. And it's in the circus right now. I promise you, but okay. You good? It's a circus right now, but okay. Now, I'm going to tell you, there's something else that you ain't going to like. Uh, you ain't going to be able to sit in the back. You're going to be called to to do things. So They're going to give me some more money. I don't know. 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 Talk to your boss. Yeah. Well, you definitely got to be talking about God because it sure ain't nothing being pimp. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm talking to. Right. But it's a time for change, and you're not going to be able to sit back and in a lot of different ways, from a, from a carnal, from a spiritual, from a just all kind of ways, it's going to be required that you do something rather than sitting back. So listen to God and let him just be obedient to what he tells you to do. After I told this woman I ain't finna say nothing, I don't care what y'all do. I'm gonna come in my office and do my job and go home. Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord, Amen. Uh-huh. I got you so next. I'm gonna pray for all your church. Oh, <laughs> for me. Might as well with the I'm not sure I'm gonna be able to sit down and do nothing. But anyway, go. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. So much for the situation, Father God. Yes, it'll go into the guy, it'll go into the guy, it'll go into the guy. You will be speaking again soon. You will be speaking again soon, Father God. Yet I got to go dead it again. Right, so I go say she got dead it again. Right, I go say it's like a preparation process. He's preparing the church as well as you for that which is about to happen. So just get ready. It'll be soon, and just do what he tells you to do. <laughs> you want me to keep on? Amen. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, let me go ahead and um, Barbara. Interesting. It's like a ball of confusion, but because of our intercession, it's going to be peace. It's like she's going to explode, but the only person that's going to affect will be her because of the prayers that we're, we're interceding on her behalf. So, I mean, because it makes perfect sense. Because of our prayers, the enemy is pissed, but it's cutting off its power, so it can't directly affect those who are the ones directly affected. So, Father God, just continue that on negotiation and continue to Lord to move in her heart, Lord. It's not any easy. Well, Father God, we all got things we got to deal with in our life, Lord. She just needs to be at a point that she's willing to let you in so it can heal some of the hurt and pain that she's got. Lord, in your words, you said you came to heal the broken heart, and she's definitely one of them. So, touch her, move in her life. And bless her abundantly. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right, Carlos. Father God, just continue to gird him and keep him and help him, Father, that your word permeate today and finish right. Speak life, health, healing, and restoration. Holy Spirit, and your dad. Y'all still ain't talked yet, have you? Mm-mm. And you're like, Mm-mm, I'm good with that. I'll see him next week. No, next week's the week. Next week, next week Wednesday is when my brother has surgery. Okay. All righty then. Well, Father God, let me pray for my dad. You got a negotiation, 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 negotiation. Yeah, that day came, got a comb for all that stuff you was talking about, faith. <laughs> oh, walking in faith <laughs> and being obedient <laughs> and just letting God and planting seeds. <laughs> and what you say about George Meyer? <laughs> you understand it after the fact? All that applies to your dad. <laughs> The Holy Spirit just continue to remove grow that man of God, continue to use him and prick his spirit, and continue to let your light begin to shine and blaze in his heart. And Father, strengthen him, Lord. There's some things he doesn't want to look at nor deal with, Lord. Just strengthen him, Lord. It's time. Give him that which is needed. So he can do that which you are calling him to do. Not pull back, but walk in the full assurance, understanding, and revelation of the power and the might of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And now let me pray for Rizia. Don't forget Tony. Oh, yeah. How could I forget Tony? 
Help him, Father, as you stir him up, Help him, Holy Spirit, as you stir him up, Help him, Father God, as you stir him up, Help him, Daddy God, as you stir him up, Help him, Father, Help him, Daddy God, yet to go drunk to go special to go stand up. Help him, Holy Spirit, yet to go to the Gasan Rasaka. Help him, Father, yes, to go to the Combo as the word goes forth, yet to the Combo Kuranda. Continue to bless him, she did the Kohora, and keep him harsh to the Kasa in your life. She did the Kusaka in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And I pray for you, Reese. Cause her to see, Lord, deep into the spiritual arena. Penetrate, Lord. Penetrate, Father. Gird and strengthen her, Lord. But cause her to see deep in the the spiritual arena, Father God. As you bless her and preserve her, even those things that she doesn't want to see, Lord, Give her the understanding that is needed. What's up, man? The understanding that is needed so she can rise up to be used by you. Father, this is your child. This is your child. This is your child. You are ministering to her and keeping her. So, Father, gird her as you transform her to do that what you called her to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I don't think I don't think we got
All right, somebody else can take over the prayers if anybody else needs it now. Hello? Yeah, somebody else take over the prayers. I'm busy right now. Oh, are we done? And nobody else has prayers. Y'all can pray for me when we get out of here. Hey, Father, we come to you today to lift up Sam. Mm. Father, praying for his continued obedience, praying for the health and wellness of himself, his family, and his household. Father, we just pray that he continues to seek you for guidance and direction and to walk in the path that you have set before him, Father. We pray that he continues to keep his faith, knowing that you have already worked out what needs to be done. He just needs to remember to be faithful and to remain in you. We thank you, Father, for the covering that you have placed over his life, for the stronger hedge of protection and the stronger armor that he needs to wear every day. Father, we ask that you continue to bind the enemy at every opportunity as he tries even more to come at Sam through situations and circumstances and other people. Father, we thank you for your unconditional love, for your mercy, and for your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Okay, so with that, I guess the call is over. Everybody have a good day. Everybody have a great one.
Hello? 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 Hello?
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.